What separates the successful people from the unsuccessful? Hi everybody, this is Ben Balden from Live a Happier, Fuller Life. And today I've got an inspirational quote breakdown that will help us answer this question. This quote comes from Steve Jobs. And he says, I am convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from, non, from the non-successful ones is per, pure perseverance. There are such rough moments that most people give up. That's Steve Jobs. So what is the element? It stick with itness, the ability to stick with something, perseverance, seeing things through to the end. And that he's, he says that accounts for half of what separates the successful and non-successful. So clearly there are some other elements, but getting the whole picture together, getting everything right, you know, he's talking about um, things that separate the successful from the unsuccessful. Um, I, I, I've got to agree, you know, half of it's going to be uh, perseverance. You got to get clear on what you want. Um, and you got to stick with it. Once you decide, you head down the path, stick with it. So let's talk about stick with itness a little bit. I have a whole chapter in my book. Um, my book is Live a Happier, Fuller Life. If you haven't uh, heard me talk about it before, it's still available. Um, on Amazon or wherever you buy books and get your hands on, the, on a copy. Now this, this character trait of stick with itness, the ability to stick with something and see it through to the end. And it's true that there are some things that you shouldn't stick with, like if it's not going right, um, you know, there, there, you've got to engage your intelligence and say, yes, I'm going to see this through to the end and you see the beginning from the end and you see all the rough patches that you've got to get through. And that's what Steve Jobs is talking about in his quote here. He, say, he says, there are such rough moments that most people give up. It's true. And he's talking specifically about entrepreneurs. But let's face it, the way you do one thing in life is the way you do lots of other things in life. So if you're able to develop this character trait of perseverance, you know, you'll be able to see through see your goals through to the end in many different ways. The main thing that gets people off course are other shiny new objects, other ideas, or maybe, you know, times when things when when things get rough and it doesn't seem like you're making progress, you tend to, you know, get down at those times and say maybe it's time to throw in the towel. Because let's face it, there are times when you do need to pivot from one focus to another. But when you've dedicated yourself on one thing and you can stick with it to the end, that will serve you in so many areas of life. So let's talk about how to stick with it. I'm sure you may have had the wonderful opportunity of having not stuck with something and maybe quit halfway through, or maybe there are times when you, you give up or you sabotage yourself. So it's easier said than done, right? So what are some elements that can help you stick with it so on a more consistent basis so that that then becomes part of your character? So I've got four things I want to share with you to help you develop this character trait of stick with itness. First is develop purpose and passion. You develop purpose by getting clear on what you want in life. 
and really understanding how this is going to make the world a better place, not just for you, but for others around you, right? And you develop passion. Passion is that drive, it's that desire. A lot of times a, a true sense of purpose will feed into a passion, but there are other elements that feed into passion as well. Sometimes you just gotta sell it to yourself. You gotta put on your salesman cap and you gotta talk yourself into it, really. That's sometimes it comes down to that, just selling yourself on the benefits. And that's very important to do because when you're really sold on the idea, you become passionate about it, almost obsessed uh, even. And there are some times when it's good to be obsessed about a good thing, be anxiously engaged in making the world a better place, right? You got to create a need. Sometimes, you know, like we, I've had this experience in business where, you know, you, you come across someone who like maybe they're already wealthy and so they don't need to do this other thing to earn more money because they've got a lot of that. Like they don't have a need. Whereas other people are like, ooh, I have a need and so I need to get that thing. Like you maybe selling health products to healthy people, they don't have that need to buy health products because they have a lot of health in their life and they don't really have that need. So there is a way to create a need. And I actually also talk about this in the move section of my book, um, how to create a need. And we talk about the story of Hernan Cortes who burned, the, burned his boats when his army invaded so that they didn't have a way of retreat. And that's one way to do it is to cut off your ways of retreat. If you go into a project with an exit plan, you are just a little bit less committed to that project, even if it's on a um, subconscious psychological level. But if you go into a project with no exit plan, it's do or die. You've got to see this through. And in your mind chatter, you're like, I must make this happen. There's no other way. I've got to keep going forward. There's no other way because there is no other way, right? Sometimes you can't really lie to yourself because in the back of your mind, yeah, you know, like, well, if this doesn't work out, I can do something else. And that might work out, you know, to, on some projects where you just give it a go, see if it, see if it goes somewhere because it doesn't matter if it works or not. But when you're trying to develop that passion and that stick with itness, cutting off your means of retreat can help create a need for that will help keep you on the project and create that stick with itness um, thing. By the way, stick with itness is not um, in the dictionary. Stick toitiveness is, which I don't know how these dictionaries decide what to put in there. Granted, it's kind of a phrase, so it doesn't really lend itself to dictionary S um, sort of definitions. And the other, uh, another, um, trait here is to be obsessed, you know, expand the amount of time that you spend thinking about or working on this problem. And if it takes up uh, your time, your resources, maybe you financially um, invest in it. We have this psychological thing where we want to get out of what we dump into something. You know, it's kind of like that uh, economic uh, term about sunk costs. <laughs> Psychologically, we'll keep on dumping money into something if we feel like maybe we can get all that money out. But, um, and, the, and the principle of sunk costs is if the marginal amount that you're gonna invest in it is that marginal amount I'm gonna give you a return. 
Um, but what I'm saying here is you're dumping resources, your time, your thoughts, your other resources, for instance, and expanding the influence this thing has in your life. Now, of course, there's going to be a lot of things you need to balance in your life with this. So it's not all it's going to you're going to have to use your intelligence and think through this. Um, but being obsessed, expanding the influence that that thing has in your life. When you've made a commitment, you've got to allocate enough resources to be able to keep that commitment. And sometimes that means not making other commitments that will interfere with the current commitments you have. Sometimes people take on too much and they're not able to stick with the things that they already accepted. So you've got to say no in your life, selectively say no. And again, I've got hundreds of other quotes, maybe not hundreds, <laughs> but lots of other quotes that talk about like maybe Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, you know, and Bill Gates, they say that focus is so important. It's not really important the things that you say yes to, it's the things that you say no to, because there's going to be a lot of shiny gadgets come out. Yeah, a lot of great ideas. But when you've already chosen an idea, you stick with that. Even if the other, you know, the, the what's in your hand is more important than what's in the bush, right? Final idea is willpower versus personal, deep personal resolve. Willpower is this kind of surface energy, and it works really great in the initial um, scheme of things. Like in the beginning part of the day, it's really easy to keep your diets, you know, um, stick with a training program, or you know, stick to a budget or something. It's when the things it things get hard when willpower is no longer available. And you can't count on willpower being there all the time, no matter how strong you are. As much as you use it, it will be used up. And it kind of regenerates every day. But a better, more excellent strategy is to develop a deep personal resolve. And you can only do that by internalizing this goal that you've set for yourself, identifying with it, developing a passion about it, like we talked about early, earlier, but making it a deep personal um, part of you, and maybe even a part of your mission to serve the world and make the world a better place. And so those are all my ideas on how to develop the um, character trait of stick with itness that uh, Steve Jobs says in his quote here, I'm convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is perseverance. There are, there are such rough moments that most people give up. And that's what separates um, the successful people. So if you want to be a successful person, you can develop these, this part of your life um, to be more uh, stick with itness person. <laughs> that's definitely not in the dictionary. And, um, you know, live a happier, fuller life. And that's all our goal here. This is Ben Balden from Live a Happier, Fuller Life. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please share it with other people. Let's get it out there. The world needs a lot more of this kind of content that will help improve lives and, you know, ideas that make people better people. So share this with other people um, that you think right now, think of some people in your life that you want to share it with. Get it out there. Um, this podcast is also associated with a blog and a YouTube channel. So you can follow me on YouTube, blog, um, Instagram, Facebook. Just search for Ben Baldwin, Live a Happier, Fuller Life on the internet, wherever, what other social media platforms you're on and follow me. It would be much appreciated. It would help get this message out and support what we're doing here. So again, this is Ben Baldwin from Live a Happier, Fuller Life, reminding you that you can live a happier, fuller life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.